What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 80 of Save Crystal. This podcast is dedicated to my love for video games and my nostalgia for video games. Now, sometimes we do talk about current things, and we're going to get there in just a few. I am going to talk about a uh, current topic that I just recently seen this week. But today's episode is all about Christmas Massacre. I'm going to be putting my review towards the end of this episode. Uh, If you'd like to see the video version, you can go over to my YouTube channel. I've been trying to post over there uh, more frequently. Uh, I haven't had a podcast out in a while because, well, one, this time of year is always really busy. We are five days out from Christmas as I'm recording this. And I am recently getting over a cold, so if my voice sounds a little different, that is most likely why. But, um, yes, Christmas Massacre is a puppet combo game. Uh, with a killer Santa Claus, and I'm going to be talking about that here shortly. I've covered puppet combo games here before, Murder House and uh, Power Drill Massacre. But before we get into that, let's start off with another Arcade 1-Up NFL Blitz story. Now, I feel like I have such a love-hate relationship with Arcade 1-Up. There's things I love about them. There's things that upset me about them. And I have got to say I've really enjoyed my NFL Blitz cabinet. I told the whole story about getting going up and getting it from Best Buy and uh, all of that. Just I've had so much fun with it since it's released. And we knew that we didn't know when, but coming in time was going to be the ability to have online play. Okay. Well, honestly, I could care less for online play. I, I mean, I'm happy just playing as is. At, at my house, you know, up against uh, the CPU or uh, having somebody play, you know, two players here, one-on-one. I mean, it's set up for four. You could play, have four people playing at once, but it gets a little tight standing altogether. But anyway, we knew it was coming. And there is a, you know, you got your leaderboard, not your leaderboard. I guess it would be your your high scores. So, like, it keeps track of, like, your... Um, you know, how many, what's your win percentage, most yards in a game, how many interceptions in a game, stuff like that. And there is this, I guess the biggest achievement that you can get for each game is beating every team. And there's, like I said, you know, there's three games on this cabinet. You got regular NFL Blitz, NFL Blitz 99, and NFL Gold, Blitz Gold, I think it's called 2000 or something like that. Well, I played through 2000 first, and I beat every team. So on my high score thing, it tells, there's my name, real big, on my cabinet that I I completed it and beat every team, which is not an easy thing to do. Green Bay Packers gave me uh, a lot of problems. They did. And then I went to the original NFL Blitz, And I finally beat every team. I thought that one was a little bit easier, but I finally beat every team in that as well. So there were two games. I just had 99 to do. Uh, And then I'd have my name on my cabinet for the, you know, beating every team for every game. Well, this update comes out that you can uh, now play online for the only one, the original NFL Blitz. Well, whatever, you do the update. And that is when not just myself... But a lot of other uh, owners of this cabinet have realized that by doing this update, 
it erases all of your progress. I'm like, man, like there's no way to fix this. And I'm going to follow a fan page on Facebook of people who all have this NFL blitz cabinet. And uh, yeah, as of right now, there's no fix. So basically not just me, but everybody else who went through and had done this, they lost it all. And now I'm like, I don't want to do it again because you know, they just had a new update where now every game, all three games are now available to play online. And like I said, online play is just not something I'm interested in. Now, like if they want to add something to the game or, or something like that through an update, yeah, I'm interested in an update like that. But boy, that's just frustrating. You know, you, you put in the time and playing a game and then all of a sudden, basically your save file's gone. That That sucks. So I can't I can't believe that that was something that they didn't know about or warn people about before doing that update. So that just that just absolutely sucks. And on to my final topic before we get into Christmas Massacre. I have been pretty harsh with Crystal Dynamics and how they have handled the Tomb Raider franchise. Uh, just recently had the 25th anniversary a year ago. Uh, and, and we just, you know, I, I've made comment before. It would be so nice to get like a collection of just the older games, like just put them on a collection. Us Tomb Raider fans would buy those up. And I just feel like we're really not getting anything. Uh, I, I know we recently had the the three Tomb Raider reboots that came out and the new movie that came out, which I didn't even watch. I mean, I am a Tomb Raider fan but I am more so a fan of the original games. And I, I just, don't get me wrong. Like, I loved, uh, even into the Tomb Raider Legend and Tomb Raider Anniversary, Underworld was okay. Um, I liked some of the reboots. I mean, did, did it feel different? Oh, sure, well, sure it did. I mean, they, they toned her down a lot. They, they tried to make her human. But I think that's why a lot of people really liked Laura Croft's character because she was somebody we couldn't relate with. Like she was, she's bad of the bone, man. Like she, she didn't take crap from nobody. She was tough and they, they toned that down. I'm not saying those games are bad, but there is a whole part of the Tomb Raider fan base that absolutely hates those games because of reasons like that. But anyway, they announced on the official Tomb Raider social medias. I saw it on Facebook, uh, but I also believe it was posted on Instagram. They write, We are excited to announce that Crystal Dynamics has partnered with Amazon Games on the next major entry in the Tomb Raider series, which will continue Lara Croft's saga as a single-player, story-driven, multi-platform adventure. Amazon Games will provide support and publish the game globally. Partnering with Amazon Games gives us a chance to transform what a publishing relationship can be. We're so excited to collaborate with them for a shared foundation of creative vision, ambitions, and values for a Lara Croft universe across a spectrum of possibilities. And we get a brand new Tomb Raider logo. Uh, a nice golden logo. I like it. I mean, it's not crazy. It's it's. I like it. However, I did not know Amazon Games was a thing. <laughs> so I really don't know what to expect. I don't think really at this point in time Tomb Raider fans know what to expect at all. 
Um, will Laura Croft ever return to the way we knew her? I would hope so, because I, I do. Def I think there's money there. You know, we we got our updated Tomb Raider reboot, and they were really good games. But like like I just mentioned, people love nostalgia. It, it's the reason I even made this podcast is mainly to talk about my my love uh, for video games and my memories that I've had with them over the years. And um, I just think more of the fan base is is into the the nostalgia act but uh i just i don't know give us give us classic laura and and i think everybody will be happy so who knows what we'll eventually get i can't complain i don't want to complain i just want to say that i'm happy they're doing something and we're, we're getting something uh i still want a collection so fingers crossed for that but we'll see where it goes from here you know being a tomb raider fan back when i've fell in love with the the playstation one and uh i love those games i love the original two raiders so we'll see where it goes from there and i will cover it along the way as we go uh, whenever we find out something new or get any kind of screenshots or, or whatever the story may be uh we'll talk about it right here so with that being said let's get into christmas massacre puppet combo's christmas massacre puts you behind the knife as a killer santa claus a physical release had just dropped and I can't recommend it enough. Puppet Combo, known for the PlayStation 1 style horror games, comes through with a Hotline Miami type of game this time around. We start things off Christmas of 1959. Larry is a young boy in a Catholic school and has just been told he isn't allowed to attend the Christmas party. Now we don't know exactly why, but it throws Larry off the edge. Once taking control of little Larry, you will notice in the bottom left corner a monitor system. Here you'll have to watch your noise and shadow levels. Obviously doing so will make sure you don't get caught. In control of Larry, you'll need to head down the stairs and sneak into the kitchen to the right of the party. After finding the knife, Masker number one can begin. Killing the nun who told you not to come to the party scares off the other kids, but now you chase them down one by one and the rest is history. The game fast-forwards 20 years into the future. It's December 23rd, 1979. Larry has a rundown house, or shack, and get ready. He takes orders from his talking Christmas tree. I was thinking, well, the people have been running this year. I need you to go out and kill. You must kill, 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 and keep on killing Larry. Punish everybody who has been running. Yes, this is odd, and it's pretty obvious that Larry has some issues. However, when I first saw this, it reminded me of a Christmas decoration I had as a kid back in the late 90s. I give you Douglas Fir, the talking Christmas tree. Now I have to feel this was some kind of inspiration here. You would put a cassette in this tree and it would talk and sing. And we used to get a kick out of this thing singing Elvis. But anyway... Larry's Christmas tree orders him to kill, so Larry puts on his Saint Nick costume and heads to do so. Just like Hotline Miami, every stage will have to be planned out. Stealth and speed is the key. If you are spotted and the victims escape, you must repeat that level again. 
After slaughtering everyone in the first random house, Larry returns home to his talking Christmas tree, and it praises him for his work. On to the next day, December 24th, Christmas Eve, Larry heads into the back of a grocery store and makes sure nobody survives. After returning home, the tree tells Larry that while he was gone, it captured a teenager and he should kill him. Larry obeys his Christmas tree's wishes, I know, this is also odd, and he kills the teenager. Larry continues to kill, going to a house party and a movie theater. Eventually, the tree talks Larry into going back to his old Catholic school and burning it to the ground. Larry lights the entire building up with a flamethrower and learns that the nun who originally told him 20 years ago that he couldn't attend the party lived through the original massacre. He finishes the job this time and heads back home. Upon arriving home, the police are there and they arrest him. The talking tree apologizes to Larry and says that it had to cooperate with the FBI because it didn't want to go to jail. Your freaking Christmas tree sold you out. I love this. This is amazing. Larry was convicted of 36 counts of first-degree murder, and as much as I loved the tree turning him in, I don't believe the tree was ever real. It was the voice in Larry's head all along. Just like the tree didn't go out and capture a teenager, Larry did that. If you fail on the very first mission, a voice tells Larry to find a knife in the kitchen. That same voice is the voice of the tree. I myself am not actually that great at stealth games, but I had quite an interesting time planning out each stage. Many times I failed, but a quick reset got me right back into it. Playing as the killer is actually refreshing, because usually in puppet combo games, I'm playing as tense as possible waiting for jump scares. Look how much fun it was playing as Jaws and Jaws Unleashed. Sometimes change is good, and in this case, I really liked it. Puppet Combo has done this before in a previous game called Feed Me Billy, but I feel like they perfected it here. If I had any complaints, it would be the option of different weapons. You mainly use the knife, and at a certain point in the game you have the ability to throw it. As mentioned earlier, you also get a flamethrower at the end. An axe, a hammer, a crowbar, I don't know, just different variations I think would have been nice. You are graded at the end of each stage, so why not have some unlockable weapons? Outside of that, if you love Christmas and horror, what a game. Santa has been portrayed as a killer in many movies, but if you want to play a killer Santa in a video game, choose this one. Alright, that's it for Christmas Masker. That's it for this episode of the Save Crystal Podcast. Uh, I want to tell you, though, if you want to go play that game, Christmas Massacre, it is available on Steam. Or you could go support Puppet Combo on Patreon, which I do and I recommend you do. Always good stuff coming out from there. Uh, or just go get the physical copy. 
uh, I did. You can go to Puppet Combo's website. They got merch. They've got games, and you know they do these games, and it looks like they put so much time into them. You know, remember when video games used to have manuals? This has a manual, and it's put. It's done very nicely. I miss manuals in video games. And the funny thing is, like, you buy a game today, and you open it up, and there is a section there for a manual. Sometimes even the clips are in the case to hold the manuals, but they just don't do them anymore. I think manuals were always helpful. If, if there was something, some games never even had tutorials to help you out with what to do, and uh, sometimes you needed to know. And, and it would basically give you your your main buttons and uh, different weapons, stuff you had like that. But anyway, that's going to do it. And I just uh, I hope I didn't ruin your <laughs> Christmas season with that. And the funny thing is, you know, there's a lot of people that so badly want to mix Christmas time with horror. And it's like this weird combination. I'm somebody who loves horror movies. I love horror games. Uh, but I've never been able to really find a Christmas movie that mixes the two that I really like. Um, if you have any recommendations, I mean, you could let me know. Uh, but yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I always feel like they come across cheesy. But I don't know. So that is Christmas Massacre. Uh, if you'd like to see the video version, you could go over to my YouTube channel, Save Crystal Gaming. The video version is over there. You can actually see what I'm talking about. And uh, over there, I have a community tab. I'll put polls on there for maybe reviews that somebody, you know, you might want to see coming up and you can vote on it. That's really the best way to get in contact with me is through the community tab. So subscribe to Save Crystal Gaming on YouTube. And that's going to do it for me, and I will see you in the next one.